to the reader. The soul is so precious and salvation is so glorious that it is the highest point of wisdom to make preparations for another world. It is beyond all dispute that there is an inheritance in light and is most strongly asserted in Holy Scripture that there must be a preparedness and suitability for it. Colossians 1.12 If anyone asks, Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Psalm 24.3 The answer is, He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. Psalm 24.4 To describe such a person is the work of this book. Here you have the godly person's portrait and you see him portrayed in his full qualities and features. What a rare thing godliness is! It is not light and fluffy, but it is solid and will engage the heart and spirit. Godliness consists in an exact harmony between holy principles and practices. Oh, I pray that all into whose hands this book will providentially come may be so captivated with piety as to embrace it wholeheartedly. Godliness is so wonderful that it cannot be expressed in its perfect radiance and luster, even if an angel would take a pencil and try to express it. Godliness is our wisdom. The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. Job 28.28 Policy without piety is profound lunacy. Godliness is a spiritual queen, and whoever marries her is sure of a large dowry with her. Godliness has the promise of the life that now is, and of that which is to come. 1 Timothy 4.8 Godliness gives assurance and even holy triumph in God, and how sweet that is. Isaiah 32.17 It was old Hugh Latimer who said, Sometimes, when I sit alone and have a settled assurance of the state of my soul, knowing that God is my God, I can laugh at all troubles and nothing can daunt me. Godliness puts a person in heaven before his time. Christian, aspire after piety. It is a lawful ambition. Look at the saint's characteristics here and never stop until you have those same characteristics stamped upon your own soul. This is the main business that should swallow up your time and thoughts. Other speculations and strange ideas are nothing to the soul. They are like wafers that have fine works printed upon them and are curiously attractive to the eye, but are thin and yield little nourishment. I will not keep you any longer on the porch. If I would have expanded upon any one characteristic of the godly person, it would have required a volume. But, intending to go over many, I have contracted my sales and have given you only a brief summary of things. If this book, however undigested, contributes to the good of souls, I will have my desire. My prayer is that the God of grace will effectually accomplish this. Yours in Christian Affection, Thomas Watson